0: Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate NU. We're back in the studio, and we got a great show on tap here. We are meeting with Steve Geringer. He is the CEO board member of NHS Greater Berks, which is Neighborhood Housing Services. And we are really excited to find out all about the Neighborhood Housing Services. And actually, the name of the show is called Housing for All, because I got to tell you, they really, really are able to accomplish that uh, in many ways, which is pretty incredible. So, Steve, thanks for coming in here today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having
0: us. Yes, awesome. So, yes, yeah, so you are, let's go a little bit of history mm-hmm. on you, because I was looking at your resume, or actually your information on yeah. online, and you went to Penn State. Yes. Got a degree from there. Yes. Did some classes, leadership classes at the University of Pennsylvania. Correct. Okay. Yep. And then you even did some leadership classes at
1: Harvard University. Yes. Yeah. It was all uh, just great opportunities. For that's, the a that's a big
0: one. That's a big deal. Yes. That's a big deal. Because, I mean, everybody, when you hear Harvard, I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, we start, to, I started thinking I had to like, you know, ooh, no, you know no, no, no no, not at all. Okay. That's good. Yep. But also even more important, you're a Navy veteran. Yes. Correct. Which is amazing. And I love that. Yep. So you were on a
1: ship. Yeah, I was actually the supply officer, uh, one of the department heads on uh, the USS Clifton Sprague FFG sixteen. It's a. It was commissioned, I believe, in nineteen eighty two or eighty three. Wow! And we were out of Philadelphia when they still had ships in Philadelphia. Yeah. And so
0: got it. Didn't know that, but they fix them and stuff there. They work on yes, yes.
1: So a lot of them now the uh, the older ships that they don't use or they haven't sold or uh you know cut up for razor blades yeah. or or used as uh missile targets they they actually just mothball them there oh get out and of the here the interesting thing is there's some really cool cruisers heavy cruisers yeah. from world war ii yeah are actually parked in the back basin very cool yeah so it's interesting if you ever get to go down can there. you tour them i believe you can i don't know what the security requirements are yeah. anymore as yeah. far as getting on to the base but uh Obviously, everything changed in 9-11. But yeah. We're going to switch gears here big time because now we're going to go back to
0: neighborhood housing services. Yes. What I didn't know is that neighborhood housing services has been around since like 1977. Now, it was called yep. something different that you had talked about. So give me a little bit of
1: history sure. of, of what where this came from. Sure. Well, back then in the late 70s, uh, it started out as uh, NHS, Neighborhood Housing Services of Reading. Okay. And it was primarily uh, kind of like... Uh, its home base was in the 6th uh, yeah. Ward. So, Schuylkill Avenue area, yep. uh, there was a building called the Blue Whale. That was okay. their, first, their first home. Yep. And then they were on the corner, uh, the 400 block of Schuylkill Avenue. Yep. And I then, remember that building. Are yeah. you still there in that building or no? No, we're not. It had that weird shape at the top. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. So, that was sold. And from there, they moved to the Phoebe building. Okay, uh, on 5th Street, 213 North 5th Street, good. between Walnut and Elm. Got it. And so we have the whole bottom floor there. Oh, good. And so that's where we do all of our stuff. So good. That, good. The name changed, I believe, in 2012. Okay. I think they changed the name to NHS of Greater Berks because right. now the influence was expanding and offering our products and services. Yeah, it's not just in Reading. Exactly. I mean, you can use your services anywhere in the county? It, well, it had been just in the county, and then since I've gotten there in 2017, we've expanded across the entire state. Yeah. So we do our lending programs across the state and we have 6 NeighborWorks partners, uh, similar organizations yeah. like mine across Pennsylvania and then they handle the counseling and education piece. Okay. So if it's in our ballpark backyard, yeah, we'll do the counseling and education. If it's not, then you then we partner with our other sister organizations. Awesome. There, yeah, there are 247 NeighborWorks America organizations across the country including Hawaii and Puerto Rico. Again, we're one of seven in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and that's funny, Steve. I didn't
0: realize. I you know, whenever I saw, you know, it's funny how you learn things. When I do the podcast, I'm always yeah. learning things, and I, that's what I love about doing this. I didn't realize it was it was a national, federally
1: uh, funded. funded program. Now I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not completely funded. Right, like not 100. percent We receive like our annual operating budget that we just submitted this year is a, just shy of two million dollars, wow. and so we get. Maybe twenty percent of that yeah. federally funded. Okay. And the other eighty percent uh we come up basically on our own through the different programs, services for yeah. fee that we offer. Yeah. Yeah. And so it it allows us to move the needle for mm-hmm. affordable home ownership. And our primary focus is low to moderate income, demographic, uh, first time home bars. What do you do for that?
0: What do you do for those first? Like, tell me, what what is that process? Somebody comes in and says, you know, I'm interested in buying a house. I I have hardly any money.
1: Well, the way it works is you you have two types of customers. You have Mm -hmm. customers that are already in the system, meaning they're already ready to buy. Uh, Perhaps you or another realtor will bring Mm -hmm. them to us because you heard about our programs. Gotcha. If you remember back to the... not to bring up a sore subject, but <laughs> if you remember back to the subprime days, oh, yeah, I remember okay. those days. So, remember- I've been in the business for 30 years, believe <laughs> okay. me, I remember all these things. Yes, I remember them all. So, you remember the old 80 20 deals? Oh, yeah, okay. So, think of us as the 20 deal, okay. 80 20, gotcha. and but it's different because now there's not the shenanigans of the underwriting, gotcha. yeah, sure. Um, all the mortgages, the ones that we do, so we do a second mortgage for closing costs and down payment assistance, okay. Um, up to 105% of the wow, value that's of the amazing. home. And that's under the Fannie Mae Community Second program. Yeah. Uh they have it called they call it Home Possible and Home Ready. There's a Fannie and a Freddie program. Yep. So, what we do is we fill that space because we're a federally funded nonprofit, so the community seconds is is how we operate. And then we'll partner with banks in the area. Yeah. You know, we have pretty much every bank around is one of our partners. Uh, we also deal with mortgage brokers. Uh, okay. So you might have Mortgage America yeah. or uh, just there's a whole bunch, bunch of them around here. Yeah, yeah that we absolutely. Deal with. And so uh, if they link up with us and then they can offer our programs, uh, so so that's the first client. Yeah. They're already in the system and they're just looking for help. So are you taking on the risk if something happens?
0: Yeah, you do. Exactly. So you're guaranteed, it's almost like a FHA or not an FHA, like a uh, PHFA type thing where you're you're kind of backing that person.
1: Well, what ends up happening is we're assuming the risk in a worst case scenario. Traditionally, yeah. if a house uh, goes to a sheriff sale, mm-hmm. back in the old the way they used to write it with PMI. So if you if you did something yeah. over eighty percent, you paid PMI. Yeah. So we right. fill in the space so there's no PMI, and because we're filling in the back end piece, we're sort of protecting the first lender. Yeah. So that if it goes to a sheriff sale, like I said back in antiquity that usually got 80%. Yeah, right. And that's kind of what they went off of. So now we want to make sure that if a deal goes bad, the first lender gets protected and then we cover the loss. We have a significant loan loss reserve that we get federally funded and also through other grant programs. Good. So it's a very risky space as far as lending goes, but at the same time, it's very impactful. Yeah. And without these programs, uh, you would have... I hate to say it, a majority of your first-time home buyers simply wouldn't be able to buy. Yeah, no, I agree. So for us, what we're able to do is position ourselves to partner with the banks to help the realtors to find financial vehicles to allow them to get into a property. Yeah. And like I said, we, we have one program with some of our partner banks mm-hmm. uh, where they'll go up to 110% with us. Wow. And then... Realistically, uh, fifteen hundred dollars is your buy-in. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, and so but it, but they
0: have well. some buy-in. That's 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 the thing. They do yes. have a buy-in, which is good. Yes. I mean, and the other thing too. You're, I mean, what about credit scores? The credit score still has to follow like the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac guidelines, right? Correct. So you're not saying, oh yeah, come in with a four fifty, and we're gonna no. get, we're gonna get you a house for fifteen hundred bucks because
1: that would be a really risky situation <laughs> for NHS. Well, what we do with those folks is they do come to us, and then we put them in a credit. I don't want to call it a credit. Like a fix, it's not, like something to help them get Right, it's not a get repair it better. program, it's right. a counseling program. Right. And so they work with us until they get their score up to 620 or better. Gotcha. And we have techniques that we teach them, and, yeah. and everything is, the customer themselves have to actually do it. That's we're, exactly You're right. not going to throw me $300, I'm going to fix your credit. No. No, we're not those guys. No. So part of the education process for first-time mm-hmm. homebuyers then is you have to take something called a fast-track class. Okay. So that's a HUD-sponsored and certified eight-hour soup-to-nuts class on homeownership. Wow. Like budgeting
0: and, and stuff, right? Exactly. Like, because it's, it's not just the house you're buying. Yeah. I mean, we, we all know that. I mean, you're buying groceries still. You're yep. still going to be putting gas in your car, which Absolutely. can get pricey lately. Um, you know, you're, there's a lot of things that you're going to do right. beyond the house mortgage exactly. payment. You know, and I think that's good. So you show them, you budget it out, right? We do everything for them. So that's awesome.
1: We'll take them through everything from you know your traditional budget, and then we have guest speakers in these eight hour classes. Everything awesome. now is done online. So, the realtors can participate and give a presentation. We have uh, insurance agents that come in. We have our partner banks on the retail end that'll teach the first part of right. the course for budgeting. And then the second part is where uh, a lender will come in and go over the pre qualification process. Yeah, and sure. So, once they go through that eight hour class, this is sort of like the second client the clients that aren't home ready yet, right, you know, right. they're not ready. So they'll come take the classes, and then they can sign up for an hour to an hour and a half of what we call pre-purchase counseling. Gotcha. That's a one-on-one with one of our counseling, HUD-approved counseling specialists. And then we'll do a soft pull on their credit, show them how to f- how to improve it if that's what they need, and do a real-life, uh, realistic budget. Yeah. The challenge that you always have in residential mortgage lending is everything is done based upon gross income. hmm and only what appears on the credit report Mm -hmm. as liabilities. And so you don't always know the true uh, financial picture of the person that wants to purchase a home. And now because FHA is allowing you to go up to 50% Mm -hmm. uh, on their DU or LP uh, underwriting, uh, you really have to be cautious. And that's why we do a secondary check on them called a VA residual income test. Oh, okay. So it's the same thing if you're getting a VA VA loan. loan, VA makes you do Mm -hmm. that. Our main concern is that just because the scenario fits doesn't mm-hmm. mean it works. Yeah. And I'm not going to put you into a house. and Setting them up for failure. And you're going to eat ramen noodles and sit on lawn yeah. furniture for the rest I, of the day. You your know, life. Steve, that's the same thing. I mean, yeah. even as a, as a realtor,
0: we look at those things too. I mean, we try to guide them as best we can and say, you know what? Yeah, the bank says you can afford <laughs> this amount. Yes. But you know, let let's make sure you can still have a happy meal exactly. every once in a while. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, seriously. I mean, it's you got to watch that because yep. and they and it's not it's not the bank's fault. It's nobody's fault. It's just that just because somebody will give you this much money doesn't mean that's the right thing to do. That is correct. Yes, because that payment because we don't know. Do you do you have a hobby that you still like to do? You know, if you have a hobby that you're doing on weekends that costs you know whatever money, then you got to add that in, or Absolutely. you're not going to have the hobby anymore. Yep. Or you're not going to have the house anymore. It's it's you know one or the other. Typically the hobby goes first, I would hope. But yeah, so you're, you're really, you're really creating a much better place for, for them to succeed. Right. And not have to look back through foreclosure, share of sale,
1: whatever. And what, do you know what the, what's the, how many people are going through this program in a year? We routinely through the classes do anywhere from a thousand to 1200 people a year. You serious? I'm serious. Oh my gosh. And then the one-on-one counseling, uh, last year, I think was four, which is the more serious. That's when it starts 453. And last year we converted 453 into 252, 252 people that would have probably never owned a home. Correct.
0: That's incredible. And you know what I love about it too? And I think it was one of the things I was thinking of when, when I uh, was looking at your information was, you know, pride of ownership is what creates communities. Exactly. You know, and, and when you have pride of ownership, you don't have to have rules against making sure your house is painted or, or making sure this is this way or you, this is this, you know, but when you, when you live in a home and you own a home, there's pride there. Yeah, and you know, when you rent a house, it's different. You're like, ah, whatever, I don't care. Cause it's not my place. I'm not going to improve it. So that's, what's really cool. So yes. 232, I think you said 250,
1: 252. Yes. Well, and the interesting part is of that uh, 97% of our clients are Hispanic. Amazing. And so we're we're very involved in that community. And then we'll touch on another initiative that that we're currently undertaking to meet um, the financial needs of that particular community. So, you know, 85% of my staff is bilingual. Yeah. Um, Awesome. It's our sweet spot. It's what we do. And now we've been able to push our products out and go across the entire Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Which is awesome. So we do all of our lending programs all across PA. We're a certified HUD second mortgage lender. Awesome. And we traditionally are called upon to administer um, large first time homebuyer grant programs in different markets. Currently, we're in the Philadelphia market. Uh, Wells Fargo through NeighborWorks America yeah. uh, has something called the Lyft program. And that's $15,000 if you purchase in uh, the city of Philadelphia. For a first time home buyer buying, you know, buying a home. So they give $15,000 because they want to try and get homeowners in there. Absolutely. What a great program. Excellent program. We did one out in Allegheny County two years ago, right before COVID. Yeah. And that was a $3 million initiative for the city of Pittsburgh. It's incredible. So we've our organization, since we started doing this back in 2014 or 2015, uh, we've deployed about $16 million in these forgivable grant programs. That's incredible.
0: So it's, and here's my thing. What's the success rate right now? Do you know what
1: the success rate is? I mean, I can tell you is what our delinquency percentage is. Okay. So our delinquency percentage, um, right now, I think the last report we just came out was 6.5% across that's it. 30, 60, 90 and 90 plus our 90 plus is 2.7%. That's, that's good. It's good. It's not good for a first, (laughs) first letter, but it's good for us. Yeah. When I, when I took over, they were running about 14, 15%. Yeah. And so we've shaved about 10 percentage points off of that.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, let's let's get into one other thing sure. here before we have to end the show. Um, I want to talk about this, that you have a, a new thing. I think it's this initiative. You yeah. were talking about the uh, the credit union thing.
1: Absolutely. Let's
0: talk about that quick.
1: Sure. So we uh, we went to the mayor and city council and Representative Guzman, and we made a proposal to them and also to, to the Berks County commissioners. And we said, one of the things that we're seeing that's an impediment um, for uh, – Hispanic Latino folks that come here from other countries yeah. is a trust in the financial system. Right. Uh, some of the countries that they've been from, Interesting. It, it it doesn't work. Uh, the government is corrupt. The financial right. institutions are scratchy. cash under the pillow. Exactly. Yeah. So they come here with all this money, but they're wary. Of I never thought of that before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause the government's corrupt and, and they're, they're worried they about putting it the in bank.
1: the bank. Exactly. That's unbelievable. So keep going on this. Sure. So that's, so that's what you're going to do. So, there's obviously, you know, multiple numbers of banks and credit unions that yeah. are trying to operate in this space. But what we found is, even though they're putting their best efforts in there, it's not really drilling down as far as it needs to. Right. Um, for me to say, hey, you know what? I hired a couple of uh, bilingual tellers and loan officers. Yeah. Now right. I'm in the Hispanic market. That that's, that doesn't doesn't make you a Hispanic bank. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so we decided to just form a culturally correct, community specific credit union interest. So that not that it's exclusive to any other demographic, right, 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 right. but because Reading is 70% Latino, right? It makes sense for them to know have, your audience, to have know your their audience own, to have yeah. their own credit union. And so that's what we're doing. The mayor said to me uh, when we first proposed it, he goes, oh my God, he goes, why has, why was, somebody, I was just going to say to you, Steve, ah, why has this not ever been proposed before? Not been done? Right. Yeah. And so uh, I went to my friend, uh, Tim McCloud, who's the president of riverfront federal okay. credit union. Yeah. And I laid this out, and he said, well, he goes, that's a great concept. He goes, and we're doing some things in the community. I said, yes. I said, I know. I said, but what we want to do is is be specific to the community whereby we can leverage uh, the trust that we have within the community because they're coming to us for their biggest purchase to buy yeah, their home. Yeah. So we already have that trust factor. And the name of the credit union is going to be La Familia Federal Credit Union. Love it. And the, the, the tagline the is trust is family. Oh, I love it! And so this is great. When we presented that to the mayor and to uh, Representative Guzman and and to Tim, they were like, "Man, that's I think that's it. I think this is going to work." Yeah. And so Tim graciously agreed uh, to be our mentor. And so oh, that's great. So Riverfront is helping us uh, open the another to get off the ground. That's and awesome. Then in turn, we're going to be partnering with them and working with some of the initiatives that they have um, to continue to expand the opportunities for the Latino community because there's going to be Certain things that, as a small fledgling startup non uh, and it is a nonprofit credit union, sure, we won't be able to offer, right? So some of those large to river, some of those larger ticket items will go directly to yeah. them. So it's a great, so win win. It's a great partnership. Yeah. Uh, we've also partnered with Habitat for Humanity. Yep, I saw that. And so I'm on their board, and and we're helping them with financing projects, and 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 so we've we've kind of gone from a nonprofit that was a jack of all trades and a yeah. master of none. To taking my lending experience and really drilling down deep, going, going triple in on, yeah. on what we're really good at and not worrying so much about the things that we're not good at. And here's the thing, too.
0: That opens up checkings and savings. Exactly. You know,
1: because I, I
0: know because I used to own a lot of properties in the city and, and you know, a lot of my, my tenants were Hispanic and it was always cash, cash, or cash. Or money order. Or money order. And that's yeah. expensive money orders. They're is. They're expensive because they're taking their money yeah. to give to give them that. Yep. So what would be wonderful if they have a place, if they have a bank they trust. Yes. And they're like, this is this is the Absolutely. place. Now they can write, you know, they can write checks and all this stuff. That's I think it's, and it actually goes full circle with owning a home. Correct. You gotta have all that stuff.
1: You have to, and see, that's the main issue because
0: you can't show your you can't show you your money. Source the funds. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah. I'll tell you what. I can't believe that wasn't <laughs> done before. Can't yeah. believe it.
1: You know what's funny is that um, it's interesting that I can hear yeah Spanish and I can understand phrases within right. it, and I am working on it. Because um, you're around a well, lot. The, yeah. But the disconnect between you thinking in English and translating it. I give my staff a lot of credit where Spanish is their first language. Yeah. And they have to pass the test. And it, it, it's really it's – am- that, an outstanding team. I yeah,
0: really you do. It. You must. Like, like, I'll yeah. tell you what. Well, you guys are doing great things. I am so excited to bring you back to get more information sure. about um, you know, the, the credit union and everything that's going to be going on there. It's amazing. Very, very cool. All right, well, thanks for coming out, man. I really appreciate it. There you go. That's Steve Geringer from uh, the Neighborhood Housing Services. Man, was that a great show or what? So much information. I mean, $1,500 you can buy a house if you do all the right things, get yourself educated, and really put yourself out there. You can have a home. Anybody can have a home. I just exactly. love it. Absolutely cool. All right, well, we'll be talking to him again for sure. Um, otherwise, we'll see you next week.